What's up, disc golfers? Welcome to Fluid Disc Golf. I'm Tyler, and with me, as usual, is Shane. How are you doing, dude? Doing well. How are you? It's been a week. It's been a week. But, it's almost the weekend, and we're about to talk about some disc golf, so things are good. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe to this. If you enjoy it, click the bell if you're the type of person who does that. I'm not, so I don't blame you if you don't, but it's a thing, I guess. And also, you can find us on YouTube, SoundCloud, or iTunes. Whatever floats your boat. Yep. So, right before uh, we start recording, we started getting into lots of disc golf talk, kind of unintentionally, and then suddenly realized, like, this is all super podcasty talk. Yep. Um, about discs and such, and as per the usual, not a lot of news, just lots of YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. So, uh, anyways, you were telling me that you, once again have purchased more discs, Shane, so tell me about that. I ordered a couple more. I ordered a Destiny 2, a backup for my Chameleon Destiny that I just ordered a couple weeks ago. Um, So I ordered a backup to that, and then I ordered a Moonshine Destiny. Yeah, a Moonshine Destiny um, to die, because that's the white, obviously. Well, it's a white, yeah, it's just a clear Moonshine. Not a colored one. Um, So yeah, I was going to die that one, and that one's going to be, I believe, the Moonshine plastic is more stable okay yeah with the dynamic that more than the most glows yeah so most glows tend to make it more a little more understable but theirs is a little bit more stable i believe so that would be nice um and then i ordered actually another pie waka waka from rpm discs out of new zealand that name, <laughs> that name i'll yes. never like get uh-huh. used to it. Uh-huh. <laughs> no it's a weird name it's too it definitely long. is too yeah it is it is what a it rad is. stamp so it is it is a badass stamp and the disc itself is really pretty the cosmic yeah. um the comp- cosmic is really pretty it has the sparkles in there mm-hmm. uh, the one i have is like this bluish greenish which is like the color of the ground up here in montana I have a lot of those discs, so I had to die. To be fair, <laughs> the ground up here in Montana is pretty camouflagey. Yeah. Just lots of Odd muted colors. greens yeah. and grays and browns and, and this and, and that. Mm-hmm. So multicolored discs and green, brown, right. mm-hmm. gray, tan, various colors like that. All of them are bad. Yeah. All the time. There's not a, like... Um, some places there's a season when it's green there's a season when it's red and brown there's yeah. a season when it's that here it's just a you conglomerate always yeah except you for can, snow season yeah exactly unless it's hot pink or one of those super bright warm dip colors yeah um from on a white disc or whatever um unless it's super bright you're gonna have a hard time finding a lot of stuff up here yeah uh, but you could so it that works out that i throw mostly pink yep exactly i love buying pink and that's why i bought another of those chameleons because I don't think, yeah, I don't think they're going to, I don't think they're going to be easy to get, so, and they're really, really pink, but that being said, the Pie Waka Waka that I ordered is tan color. Uh, the description is tan, and the picture it looks more white, like... <laughs> Sorry, um, if you remember, you should just ask me what I'm laughing about right now, <laughs> after the show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but anyways, continue, Sorry. Yes, so the Pie Waka Waka that I bought was um, kind of the color of the earth. At least that's what oh, the picture yeah. looks like. So it's going to be really fun to ca- like find. Nice. But I am going to dye it. So I have a okay. dye plan in mind. Um, it's going to kind of match the Pie Waka Waka that I have here, which you guys cannot see. 
and will not see. Yeah. So unless you play with me, um, but it's a really fun mid-range to throw. It's a five-five, maybe like a five-six. Actually, it gets a lot. There's a lot of glide. I can push this out really far and easy. It's a five. I would say five six zero zero. Yeah. It'll go dead straight if you throw nice. it right, and it'll put it pretty much put do anything that you tell it to. Yeah. Um, and looking at the rim, mm-hmm. I'd I'd almost argue that maybe it's a little higher speed than five. Oh yeah, I would go you with know, that too. Five and a half. Oh yeah, it could. It's kind of like that hybrid, yeah. the hybrid mid range for um, our uh, fairway driver. Yeah. So and I think I would agree with that as well. Yeah. I wonder if we'll. Sorry. Go ahead. No. Go ahead. <laughs> um, I wonder if we'll see more of that in the future, too. I know we've seen uh, Innova. Mm-hmm. Well, this dynamic does do some half, especially for turn. Yeah. Um, and maybe fade as well. Mm-hmm. But I'm curious, as time goes on, if we'll see more differentiation with the half points. We've seen it with Innova, for sure, but they have so many molds, it's almost like they have to come up with something to differentiate. Mm-hmm. Um, but like that disc right there... You know, you don't see a lot of six speeds. There are some out there. I used to throw some six speeds. Yeah. Um, but five, you see a lot of five speeds, and that one definitely looks like one that you know it, it might be a five and a half. It might be almost a six. Um, yeah, I would agree with that. It's a little bit bigger uh, of a rim than the five speeds, um, but not quite as big as a seven speed. Yeah. So, and it's even less than the six, the six speed like meteor that I've thrown. Um, it's slightly smaller than that, so I would say like, and I feel like that's a true like six. So I, yeah, I'd say this is like yeah. maybe a five point eight or something like that. If you're really getting down to numbers like that, I guess yeah. when you go down to halves, you kind of code. But I don't know because you can change the discs so much, and there's so many different variances, yeah. and that's why Nova has so many discs. But so, do you care for nerd out here for a second? Not at all. So I have some thoughts on speed. And I'm well. I guess I should say I, I, I'm curious about something in regards to the speed of a disc. Okay. In general, if you look up discs, you can look at their rim measurement, <clears throat> the width of them, and it's very close correlation to speed. Yes. Um, I'd say the clearest representation of this is if you look at MVP's website. Mm-hmm. Their discs are actually listed by the millimeters of the rim. Okay. Because MVP used to not use speeds. Mm-hmm. So they would have their 23.5 millimeter, their 22.5 millimeter, their 21.5 millimeter. Mm. And generally speaking, the end number, or the middle number, I guess, if you include the half. Mm -hmm. So if it was a 23 Mm -hmm. millimeter, it's a 13 speed. If it's a 22 millimeter, it's a 12 12 speed. speed. And it was always whatever the millimeter was, minus 10 approximately, Mm. was the speed. Mm -hmm. So... And I've lo- noticed if you look at other manufacturers, the rim width does tend to very closely approximate your speed. Yeah. And if you do take the measurements, that idea of the minus 10 uh, millimeters is pretty close, but not all discs do follow that. Yeah. Now, you could say those discs maybe have the wrong speed assignment, mm-hmm. or maybe that's not all there is to it. Mm-hmm. But what I'm getting at here is I'm wondering. Mm-hmm. If speed of a disc, because the speed is about the amount of uh, centrifugal force you need to put on it to get it up to the correct rotational speed, yes. I think more so than the actual pull speed that you pull it through. I mean, yeah. it is a combination. I don't want to say it's one or the other, mm-hmm. but I do believe it has more to do with how what getting this 
discs spinning at the correct speed. Yeah. Because that is has more to do with the fade and things. Um, and the turn, yeah. Yeah. I get that. That's how I've always thought it. So I wonder if it might have to do with the mass of the rim. Mm-hmm. Or a area measurement of a cross section of the rim, rather than actually being a straight up distance measurement of the width of the rim. Mm-hmm. And it just so happens that the width of the rim closely correlates, because it would seem that there's something that people are using to assign a speed, mm-hmm. um, rather than an arbitrary like we think you need to throw this hard. Yeah. Yeah, no, I would so. agree with that. I would always, I, I've always thought that it was, um, speed was the amount, or how fast you needed to get up to the same, the, basically the same thing you were saying, the rotations, yeah, to get the disc to do what it's, the numbers are meant to do. Yeah. So. Well, I first thought it was just the speed you're pulling the, uh, through. Well, obviously when I really first thought about it, I uh-huh. thought it was how far the disc was supposed to go, and uh-huh. then it was explained that it had to do with the amount of power you need to get it to go mm-hmm. to fly how it's supposed to fly. And then, but it wasn't until I thought about, I was like, okay, well the rim width correlates, mm-hmm. but it doesn't always. Mm-hmm. And it would seem like if they're just taking that measurement and then saying that's that speed, that you wouldn't have discs that don't correlate. Mm-hmm. No, I think I what know. it is is Maybe the discs with those rims um, yeah. automatically with those like how wide that is there's that one variant or how wide that is maybe it's mm-hmm. that or maybe it's the cross section like you were talking about mm-hmm. um, but that variant um, makes it to the di- so the disc has to get up to that certain yeah. rotations because I definitely think it's that because I've been able to get high speed drivers that are like a 14 to do what they're supposed to do if I get enough snap on there. Yeah. If there's enough snap on there, if I have enough spin, I can get that to go flat and do that. Yeah. Granted, it's not for 300 feet like all the big yeah. people are 350. It's like 280. But I can get it to do that flight without having yeah. to roll my wrist as long as I can get the spin on there. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like you can putt a PD too. Yeah. If you When you pop it out of your hand... You're not pushing it forward with a lot of speed, mm-hmm. but you're just spinning it a bunch. And yep. it's really easy in a putting position to get a lot of spin. Yeah. And if in that circumstance, with almost no speed, yeah. a PD2 will go straight. Yeah. It won't just break left. Yeah. So some people might say, oh, that's just a different motion. You're more so pitching it or tossing it. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't engage the real flight characteristics. But yeah. I think a fair part of it is the fact because if you flopped it without I'm putting my hands way too close to the mic you're probably going to even hear me (laughs) (laughs) sorry about that Uh, our poor four listeners I know (laughs) there's more than four listeners come on don't sell us short there's like six I'm now okay sorry but just super unnecessary me being me um we have a youtube video with 52 views oh wow yeah. was that the that was the one. One. okay yeah that's what i thought um podcast 10 has 10 listens um Sweet. by the way sorry that podcast 11 was super late and kind of felt out of place because mm-hmm. it was um i've i've had 
so once again, we haven't we've actually not mentioned it for once, and now I'm going to spoil it all. <laughs> still COVID nineteen stuff uh-huh. going on, kind of winding back a little bit, but yeah. still lots of things going Phases on. Phases and whatnot, um, and masks yeah. and places are opening. Mm-hmm. Not everybody thinks they should be opening. Whatever. Things are going on. Mm-hmm. Anyways, even outside of that, my life's just a little crazy right now, and I need to put the podcast 11 together. We're actually recording this <laughs> before I even put out the last podcast. Mm-hmm. It's 100% on me. Um, and it's coming, though. It's coming. We absolutely, within it, promise video. If you've heard it, by mm-hmm. the time you listen to this, you'll know that. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I have to put the video in it, yeah. which means I have to sift through it and get the video in the right place because we even like said it's going to be right now yep. and I'm regretting that yeah. a little bit so we are promising you no video for this podcast yes absolutely not to say it won't happen in the future yeah but for this one none just yeah. so we can get out 11 on a week that I have a little less going on 11, um, so. in life and whatever would have probably worked it probably would have come out on a normal time frame and I think it's still a cool thing that we can do in our podcast mm-hmm Maybe just wasn't the right week to have um, promise video. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that said, we can move back into what's going on in this podcast, um, <laughs> which is pretty off the rails. Come on, like, but what are we talking about? I mean, we're talking about the discs. The maidens, yeah. Uh huh. I did order the maiden. Uh, <laughs> one more maiden. It's a BT medium, and it's the noodle arm stamp. So, which mm-hmm. is fitting. So. Yep. I liked that. My dog chewed up my BT medium harp that I had that somebody gave me. Actually, I don't remember. Yeah. yeah, that was sad. Yeah, that was sad. No, I bought that off of an auction site, and uh, she got a hold of that one. And I wasn't paying attention, but she doesn't really do that, and she hasn't done anything oh, like that since I then. That was, it was... What, like, I thought that one was... You said you lost oh, yeah. on the course. I did leave it on the course, you, and it chewed. was returned to me chewed up. I do remember that. <laughs> that was sad. Yes. So it was returned, which was great, but it was yeah. returned, destroyed, couldn't be thrown. I'm sure somebody just thought it was a dog toy and that it was okay, but I don't know. Either way, it's uh, in the past. So I got a new course. BT medium coming out, white one, which replaces nice. the white one that was chewed up and left on the course, and it's a gold noodle arm stamp, so you'll, oh, you're you going to like it. Yeah, it's like I'm looking forward yeah. to seeing that. I like gold yeah. stamps. Yes, you do. Um, yeah, I think where we actually were in the conversation prior to the podcast starting, mm-hmm. I was about to tell you why I like Prime. Oh, yes. Or why I don't throw Prime, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, because we were talking about putters. Mm-hmm. You were talking about maidens. Yeah, we were about talking judges. about throwing putters. You know, we were talking mm-hmm. about what we both believe to be the best putter, uh-huh. um, yes. which are basically the same putter. Just the one. They just look slightly better. And one is better. Shallow. Yeah. One. Like, yeah. Mine is the shallow one. So it, it is so. better. I know. That was a good call, there, Tyler. Uh, I agree with you hundred percent. The shallower one is better. That's not what I meant. <laughs> oh, that's what I heard, man. I don't. I don't really care what you do, man. Hey, you you do do I don't care. Oh my god. That's for you, Evan. Um, <laughs> Evan and Eric. That's funny. Um, so, anyways. Anyways, prime plastic. Prime plastic. I don't like prime plastic. Yeah. Not that it feels bad. Mm-hmm. It feels fine. Yeah. It feels good, even. I'll mm-hmm. say it. Yeah. Prime plastic feels good. And I can say this for 100% certain. Mm-hmm. Prime plastic beats the shit out of DX. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, especially for putter. Uh-huh. Like, I have a DX plastic driver. A new DX, anyways. I love Old DX. Um, I don't even care. Mm-hmm. Just, I don't like DX. Okay. 
Um, fair enough. Fair enough. But <clears throat> prime plastic feels good. It does. So why don't you like it? I don't like how it feels as you beat it in. Okay. I feel like it gets harder and it gets a little bit more beat up. Mm-hmm. Does it get slippery? Um, I wouldn't say it gets slippery. Mm-hmm. It might lose a little bit of the tactile feel that I find that dynamic does, or sorry, latitude, because latitude produces the plastic. Mm-hmm. Does such a they do an amazing job with their putter plastics of yeah, creating like a them. very tactile feel. Mm-hmm. So you have an excellent grip. And strangely, when they get wet, your grip tends to increase for me to the point where I actually struggle just because I have too much grip when they're mm-hmm. wet. Um, I do agree with getting more grip as they get wet because the maidens, the same type of plastic, just yeah, it's like that your hand uh, kind of sticks to yeah. it a little bit, and that's not it's nice. I really like it. I prefer that. I prefer that to it slipping out of your hand. Yeah, but I guess due to how I putt, mm-hmm. I yeah. don't. I think it's right now great. the main struggle I have with my putt is release. So if I have a something that's affecting my release, it's going to bother me. Yeah, but. On the other hand, Classic Hard, or its comparable plastics in the various Trilogy discs, it has a very similar feel to Prime when they're brand new. Mm-hmm. Very similar. Mm-hmm. I personally think it has a slightly more premium feeling, almost velvety. Yeah. Like, it's like, kind of want to like press it mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, maybe I'm <laughs> a little too far, maybe I just like discs too much. Mm-hmm. But... I think classic hard discs just feel, or any classic plastic, yeah. hard, medium, soft, blend. Blend feels fantastic. Yeah. It's not what I prefer to putt with mm. or buy for anything. Yeah. At all. But I will beat a hard disc <laughs> in until it feels like a blend. Yeah. And love that. <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> just how I am. Exactly. But, um, Excited and this. that is part of my point. Yeah. Is that. Prime, I feel like, as it beats in, it just feels worse. It does. It loses that tactile feel. Mm-hmm. The hits and the chunks feel harsh. Yes. Whereas, for whatever reason, the classic line, mm-hmm. I feel like that tactile feel remains. Mm-hmm. And they get softer over time, mm-hmm. which for me is okay. I have one. I like to keep a fresh, hard one for putting and a beat and soft one. Um, for throwing mm-hmm. or longer mm-hmm. putts but then also where they get hit and the chunks that get taken out of for whatever reason have a tendency to feel very soft over time mm-hmm. and they don't feel that abrasive against your hand or anything so mm-hmm. as they beat in they don't get uncomfortable or mm-hmm. you know they just they're worn into your hand and it's just like an old friend mm-hmm. I don't like old friends I don't know. I'm just. I'm excited because I got the BT medium now, and that's the the BT medium and hard and soft are basically the classics. Yeah, I think right. Yeah, they're the classics. Okay. Yeah, and then the Origo burst and the Origo are the prime for West Side basically. So, Mm -hmm. Um, and most of the maidens I put with right now are the Origo burst, which I do like. Um, But you're right; they do gouge and they feel kind of harsh when. Um, are sharp, like, when they get yeah. gouged. So they kind of beat up kind of rough, uh, which I definitely yeah. agree with that. Uh, that being said, I think the Maidens, the meat BT Medium that I had that got chewed up by the dog when it was returned, um, it seemed a little bit deeper than the Maidens, mm-hmm. the Origo or the Origo Burst Maidens. Mm-hmm. So I didn't get enough of time with that disc to properly get acquainted with it. 
and happily become my good friend. <laughs> but this one I'm hoping because oh, it's such a fucking sick stamp too. Yeah. It's a sweet stamp. It's I like a little lamp stamp. Yeah. And, and I see those. Oh yeah, it's cool. It's an infinite stamp. It was part of the uh, the Stamp Wars, I think, or something like that. Or yeah. I don't know. It's one of the artists. Seen it, yeah, it's, seen it's a new one. I think it just came out uh, a couple months ago, within okay. the last couple months. So uh, they put it on a bunch of discs. Yeah. But it's a really cool stamp, and it's a BT medium, so it's perfect. Hopefully nice. it'll work out. Yeah, I'm excited I'm to sure see it like because it. I loved the way it feel, felt, and I started playing with it, and then left it on the course. It was in snow. To be fair, it was a yeah. snowy day. I left it. I think Maybe. Probably not. I'm going to go with not, but say yes. I don't know. Uh-huh. I think that that uh, purple reborn swan that you've putted with of mine. Yeah. I think that might be B2 medium. Okay. Um, oh, I thought that was a burst. It is burst, but I mean it's still Oh, the they do say Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'd like to find the medium. Yeah. So I do like that. I do, but yeah, I'm excited for that one. Um, just to add one more dynamic to that conversation, just because I feel like it's relevant. Mm-hmm. Um, as I mentioned before, I listen to the Disc Golf podcast as well. And Joe, we were just talking about um, in context of putters and different things. Uh, I got the judge from him idea. Um, he likes Prime mm-hmm. specifically, mm-hmm. but the original reason he gave for it is price. Prime costs like $3 less, I think, per discs mm-hmm. than Classic, even though they feel almost exactly the same. Mm. But he specifically likes a fresh putter. Mm. His putters are six months or less or something, time span, that he'll mm. putt with one putter. Um, mm. He likes a matching pair, though I think he's changed a little bit away from that with the burst stuff. But he likes Prime, and he likes it fresh. Mm-hmm. I like classic but part of my thing is I like how it beats in yeah and I have one that's been in my bag for years mm-hmm. so he doesn't do that mm-hmm. so it is kind of an interesting thing maybe for the fresh putter putter mm-hmm. the prime is ideal yeah and for the be in putter putter mm-hmm. the classic is I, I could I could see that I'm looking forward to trying that theory out because I plan on beating this one in nice and throwing it yeah because Old I feel C. like with the Original burst ones that I have, all the mains that I have, that after they get a certain amount beat in, uh, they're just not. Yeah. They're not great. I do have the team maiden ones, which are the original burst, but they're the prime or they're the or they're the BT hard orig- or burst. I think I don't okay. remember, but they're a yeah. little bit more expensive. But those ones feel really good. But yeah, once they start breaking in, they don't come back yeah. as much at the end of the flight like when I'm putting the 60 foot yeah. putts those 80 foot ones that I need just a little bit come back on the end those mm-hmm. ones seem once they start to beat it yeah. not to really do that yeah. now my classic judge did lose fade over time oh yeah though it doesn't necessarily turn much more okay um, and also which isn't bad note when I say if you like unbeaten putters primes for you if you like beaten putters classic that Obviously, with the classic, they also make classic blend, classic medium, classic soft. soft. Hard. So if you don't want hard, mm-hmm. then you need to get classic because it gives you all those options. Mm-hmm. If you want the stiffer, harder putter, classic hard and prime feel almost identical. Mm-hmm. Out of and box. prime is cheaper. So if mm-hmm. you don't Breaks like in way a, quicker, though. 
beat and putter, and you're going to just keep switching them out, get mm -hmm. prime. Cheaper. Yeah. Which is cool, and I will do that because I got four or five of those with the stamp wars. They all have really cool stamps. So I'm going to be throwing all of those ones. Yeah. Those will be thrown in the bag. So those ones. But yeah, when I, hopefully this, this medium one will be my go-to not thrower. Well, I don't know, kind of thrower, just depending on what I need. And I like, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. um, I like a fairly fresh putter for my putter putter. Mm -hmm. That's, sorry. Yeah. Putter putter putter. <laughs> for your fresh um, putter. <laughs> and I like a bead in one for my longer putt putter mm -hmm. and my throwing putter. Okay. Not my driving putter, like my upshot throwing putter. I got you. Um, <laughs> so, you know, there's so much personal preference, though. Yeah. Everybody, I mean, like, you know, we play the same courses mm -hmm. in the same conditions mm -hmm. and almost never throw the same disc. Yep. It's just how it is. Yeah. You know, so much personal preference. Yeah. Um, uh, you would have been proud of the roller I had today. Hole uh, mm -hmm. 3 Oak Grove. Nice. I had a beautiful roller with the Blizzard. Yeah. The Blizzard T Devil that I found. Oh, yeah, okay. it was great. I threw it on a great hyzer high up at the trees and it just flipped over, rolled, and it hit the dog leg right and curled out back up. It was one of the farthest drives I've had on that, even trying to go over the water and stuff. Nice. Yeah, it was sweet. It was the best roller I've ever had. Well, so not best because it's a 700 foot yeah. one. But well, still, let me set this up for y'all folks real mm -hmm. quick. So, whole three off Grove. Yes. The roller Shane's describing here. You're teeing off and you even push the tee box back a back. little bit. But generally speaking, you're teeing off, you've got water in front of you. Mm -hmm. There's a little pond, lake, whatever, pond. Pond um, lake. Yeah, it's too small to be a lake. Way it's too in a small. it's in a county it's in a park. Mm -hmm. So it's an HOA park where there's yeah. Yeah. Pond yeah. baseball field, little pond. Still take your distance. So there's a pond oh, yeah. to the right. Then there's some trees dividing the pond and the land. Mm -hmm. And then there's a strip of land. But it's only 20, 30 feet wide, maybe yep. a little wider than that. And then there's a road, which is OB. Yep. And then there's trees lining the road. Lining the fairway. Um, yeah. Like, yeah, right. Well, like kind of within, fairway, kind of within like seven to eight feet of the they're road. They're paralleling the road. Yeah. Um, but they're they do the line the road. You're right. In yeah. the fairway. But they're, they're in the, the middle of the, the fairway. fairway. Exactly. So you have this narrow strip. And then you executed mm -hmm. down this narrow strip of fairway to mm -hmm. the left of the lake, to the right of the road, yep. a roller on a par four. Which is almost like a 90 degree turn once you get to that corner. Yeah. It's a, it's a pretty sharp dog leg right. You go out like maybe yeah. 120 feet and then it's like almost directly right. And that's where yeah. that small fairway is lined with trees. Yeah. And so, yeah, this roller. Super technical. <laughs> Very super yeah. difficult line mm -hmm. when yeah that that's crazy yeah it um, was great so everybody great was throw. very shocked that I I pulled it off <laughs> as was that <laughs> I did not think I was gonna pull like, it off but I, I won't even get three. go that route if I can help it uh -huh. because it's narrow and annoying and there's so much OB yeah well um, the wind was coming from left to right it was a headwind left to right so my forehand as a right hand forehand like my right hand forehand would yeah. have been would have probably gone in the pond because yeah. it was like a 20 mile an hour wind headwind yeah. left to right and I needed to go right yeah and so I needed Either to way. do something a big turnover but I mean <laughs> as they always say <laughs> it was crazy. there's no better conditions for a roller than yeah. a headwind <laughs> than a headwind there is no better <laughs> conditions than a headwind roller 
For sure. Right? Mm-hmm. That's what great. the pros say? That's what the pros say. Okay. Now that we've clarified that mm-hmm. and lost all of our credibility how you should knowing only how to play throw. Yeah, you should only throw rollers in that yeah. window. You do what you want, man. <laughs> Just kidding. Do what you want, man. I don't care. <laughs> oh, no. That's going to become part of the podcast. Yeah. Do what you want, man. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really care. Yeah, mm. whatever. Either way, the shot worked out great, which is nice. <laughs> I don't know. It's just... Uh-huh. So, All right. <laughs> what is your favorite mid range to throw? So we were good, we were talking about basically um, my Piwaka Waka is kind of like a mid range. Yeah. 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 That's oh wow we, dang we like mm-hmm. went from one part of the conversation then we like rewound way far back yeah and then like restarted the conversation in a different direction <laughs> and now are going back to where we left off in the first place. This is. Welcome to uh, Fluid Disc Golf, folks. It is anything but fluid. <laughs> no, that was very fluid. Um, it's just... Uh, this is what happens mm-hmm. when you have a podcast surrounding a sport that suddenly stops happening. Yeah. You get a bunch of nonsense. <laughs> yeah, you get a bunch but of nonsense. But fun nonsense. Yes. Um, Hopefully. Mm-hmm. Y'all, let us know. Comment. Comment. Like yes. we want your comments. Yes, we want to talk to you. Yeah. yeah, like we're talking. Well, I mean, we're talking to you right now. Mm-hmm. Talk to us. Yeah, we're friendly. <laughs> kind of. Most of the time. Most of the time. I, I was so just cool. talking about the fact I don't like people, but you know, whatever. Uh, maybe uh, I will be one of the select few. People are gonna listen to this. And be like, they're gonna get to That's like this point and be like, what are we listening to? Like, was this a disc golf podcast, or is this a... I don't know. Uh, I don't know. There. Anyways, um, an actual cool mm-hmm. new disc golf stuff that we probably should have mentioned from the beginning just to make people want to listen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe. Central Coast Disc Golf dropped the Starter Pack Challenge. Oh, yes. I've been anticipating this for forever because I was aware of when they filmed it. Oh, really? Which was... De La Viega Masters Cup 2019. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I've been waiting like a year and a half. Dang. Or a year. Why did they wait so long? So, I'm... one, Ian, I don't think, had the footage. Mm-hmm. I think it was, had an editor had it. Mm-hmm. But also, I don't know if you've noticed this with Central Coast, but what they'll do a lot of times mm-hmm. is there's consistent tournaments all year. Yeah. So they'll put out tournament coverage all year they'll film this other stuff yeah and then they'll release it in the winter yeah I'm good yeah now a couple of couple of channels do that just because I have listened to um things with Ian mm-hmm. outside of his coverage mm-hmm. and outside of well I guess it's just somebody else's podcast mm-hmm. the Discord podcast they have Ian on mm-hmm. go listen to it it's fun he mentioned at one point that He's re- was really looking forward to seeing that coverage, and he might have to get on his editor to get it. So maybe there was some delays on that one in terms of maybe the editor who was doing the footage just had a lot going on, mm-hmm. and so it just took longer for uh, Ian to be able to sit down and do it. Okay, um, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah, um, I know it did release to their patrons. Yeah, before it released on YouTube. Okay, um, so that's an advantage of the being Patreon. part of the Central Coast Disc Golf Patron. And 
if you want to support great disc golf coverage, I do encourage that. Yes. I'm sure someday we'll be, we'll be up there. at the point of having one of those Patreon things. I'm, I don't think I'd be comfortable charging anybody for this. <laughs> I don't think anybody would buy it. <laughs> you don't. You, you never know. You have to find your uh, audience. Yep. At this point, I don't think we have. <laughs> I don't think we've Not for the maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I just shouldn't say anything and just let the people come. Let's just uh, move you on. build the day will come. Keep moving. Um, so, anyways, now that I've plugged other people and their patrons for no reason on our <laughs> podcast, right. um, other than that they're awesome, Disc uh, Golf Starter Pack Challenge, great stuff. Ian, uh, uh, Ian Anderson is the main person behind Central Coast Disc Golf, mm-hmm. if you aren't aware. Yep. And he typically is on their commentary. Which is great. I like yeah. him. I like listening to him. Yeah, he's he's got a good yeah good, he's good commentary for for yeah. sure. Yeah, he seems like a good yeah. good guy. And just yeah, just really all around good dude. Like, yeah, I've heard now that I've heard him more often his commentary too. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, this dude's just yeah, Solid a really guy. nice guy for sure. Um, so so I have no problem playing him. That's part of the reason I brought the Patreon too, is because it's, it's Ian. Mm-hmm. It's Ian a Central Coast Disc Golf. Exactly. The fact is, if you're hearing this, you already know about him and his channel mm-hmm. and his Patreon. Yep. So, so there's no need for that. <laughs> getting back to the Starter, <laughs> but the starter Pack challenge. challenge. It's been a while since they yeah. put out the other one. Yeah, was the it's last been a one. long time. Um, it's been a month. Years. When was that? Yeah, like I 2015 think. or 2000. I, don't. I feel like this was number three. Okay. Maybe four. Yeah. Um, part of me thought two, but I do. You know what? Actually, it might be two. Yeah. So, if you go I back to like the previous one, one mm-hmm. the only one I can think of right now. Yeah. Nate Sexton gets a special set of discs uh-huh. because of a previous thing, and in my head I'm thinking the previous thing is another starter pack challenge. But I think that the previous one was their retro challenge or whatever they called it, where they did. It wasn't a starter pack challenge, but they had each player pick a different time period mm-hmm. and then throw the oh, discs yeah. appropriate to it. I remember that. Yeah. And I think Nate just got the worst. Yeah. So to reward him and make his life better for the starter pack, mm-hmm. the first time they did it, it was all Innova slash Discmania pros. Mm-hmm. They all threw Innova starter packs, mm-hmm. and everybody got DX except yeah, for Nate, who got, got a champion. champion plastic. Yep. I do remember that. So this one did have Nate in it again, and he did have did the have champion Nate. plastic. He did have the champion. It was fun because Jeremy Colling was uh, commentating on it. Yeah, generally it was, hanging out. Yeah, Just which I like time. watching those rounds with him, where he's the commentator, like on the skins match or the Raz mm-hmm. rounds. The Raz rounds were a lot of fun, but yeah. uh, this this match had. Uh, Nate Sexton. It had Brian Earhart. It had Eagle McMahon. Eagle McMahon and Eric Oakley. Eric Oakley, and then there's one more. Kevin Jones. Kevin Jones. Yes. How can which I is KJ USA? So rad to be able to represent five different brands with their own star packs. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. It wasn't just the Onova and the Bud stuff. So um, you got to see all of the starter packs, which was really nice. And I do feel like it should be noted. Uh So we did say Nate Sexton had a champion starter pack. Mm -hmm. So he had a Valkyrie. Yes. And he had a Shark, maybe? 
The well, I know it was the Abier. The I forget what the mid range is on that pack. I don't remember. Um, but I, I feel like maybe it was Kevin Jones for the most was the main one. Mm-hmm. Some people had like a intermediate starter pack. Like yeah. their company had a base plastic, and they got one. That wasn't only in premium plastic, but mm-hmm. was also more so a different realm of discs. Yeah. Some of which I think they actually bag. Mm-hmm. So I felt like, and I, I feel like it was Kevin Jones, but yeah. it may have been Brian, Brian Earhart. Yeah. Um, but I think it was Kevin Jones, who had a, who seemed to have a slightly more premium pack and discs that were maybe a little bit more familiar. Yeah. Um, like... You know, even though Nate Sexton had a more premium pack, dude was struggling with oh, that Valkyrie. Yeah. <laughs> dude was struggling all around. Oh. That one hole, oh my <laughs> The gosh. back and forth and the three lost discs. Yeah, and, just... Yeah, the snowman. Uh-huh. Or, yeah, I think Nate that was, Sexton got that was, Daylight to death. Yes, he did. He took it like a champ, though. He did. <laughs> it that was, was hilarious. <laughs> ridiculous. Also, speaking of the term, getting Daylight... So, Daylaws is, of course, infamous for its rollaways, steep drop-offs. Mm-hmm. You see it, watch this video, you will see Nate Sexton get Daylawed, and when you see it, you will know exactly what I'm talking about. Yes. No mistaking it. Mm-hmm. Around here, we have a course called Bighorn. Yep. It does the same type of thing. Yes. And I just want to throw it out there. <laughs> I think that... Getting big horned sounds a whole heck of a lot worse than getting daylight. It does. I don't getting enjoy big it. horn does not sound fun. <laughs> it isn't. It is. It is more encompassing of what happens at yes. big horn than getting daylight. I, I feel can like. tell you for certain. Mm-hmm. I have been big horned. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's yes. not pleasant. Yes, you have. <laughs> I have on many occasions. Uh huh. But I've also shot potentially my best round ever at big horn. Yeah. Which I don't uh, feel like I should brag about because it's not that amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Two under is pretty good, man. <laughs> I was four under going four into under. the last hole. Yeah. Damn. Going and into 18. I should note, I have shot lower than four under on courses. Mm-hmm. This course is just... A little different. It feels more legitimate. Like, it's a very scorable course, so mm-hmm. I won't say that, like, you're... I mean, I the first time I played it, somebody that we played with went ten under. Yeah. So, it's scorable. Um, I mean, dude was on fire, and uh, I don't think I've played with another person Ryan, who by consistently... The way, Ryan Skeen. Yes, Ryan Skeen. Mm-hmm. Shout out. Dude, you tore it up if you hear this. Yeah. That was epic to watch. It was. It was but um, I don't think I've actually seen a player who takes more time with each individual shot than mm-hmm. I have seen him take. Yeah. And you saw it. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, that is part of the key of the game. Yep. And it he took his time and it definitely it paid well. off. Mm-hmm. And admittedly, at the He's end of the round, too. the mosquitoes were real bad. Yeah. And I was kind of ready to be home. And I was kind of like, could you hurry it up? <laughs> but at the same time, I was watching him and then every <laughs> shot he made, and I was like, okay. And this is why you're better than me. <laughs> uh, that's it was a pleasure. One among many them. reasons. Um, and he was an ex- excellent disc golfer. Yeah. Um, Good but gotcha. Bighorn Disc Golf Course uh, is Bighorn, right? Yes. Yeah, Bighorn big in Big in Sky. In Big Sky. That's where I was getting mixed up. Mm-hmm. Uh, excellent said, Disc Golf Course. I just finally started playing it. Yeah. 
been missing out. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a great course. But yeah, a little bit different than Swords. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which kicked my ass this week. Swords can be brutal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Swords is a beautiful course. It is. I think we've talked about it on here a little bit. We have introduced you to it. Private mm-hmm. course. Yes. Um, rough rounds. Yes. Had you you played two rounds um, someday? I played one out there. Um, I did okay. Mm-hmm. I, I for swords, I don't feel terrible about my score. Yeah. It was just very annoying because I had several holes where missing my line by six inches to a foot mm-hmm. caused me as much as three or four strokes Yeah, on my scorecard. It's easy to do out there. You got big horned out in swords. I got swords. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's a different kind, because Bighorn, there's just, just rollaways. I'm just the worst jokes right? today, by the way. Like, I'm not even putting them in here, but I'm coming up the worst jokes today. Y'all <laughs> uh, should thank me for sparing you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, swords. <laughs> yeah, that was a fun round. Those are fun. T- two fun rounds. They were pretty... I was definitely beat after that. I needed a couple days to recover. Yeah, when you were rolling today, out for your second round, yeah, I was, that was like, dumb. I shouldn't have done more that. More power to you. Uh-huh. I shouldn't have done it. I wanted to so bad, but it yeah. was a bad idea. It's I hard to resist. Improving. Yeah, last week when I was out there, I shot 50 Dover on the West, and we played the West again, and I shot six over this time. So I definitely improved. Like, it was great, but I was, it beat me up really bad. And with my heel, yeah. Yeah. Slight injury. So. And Paul McBeth then hoofed it. Yeah. I played my first round at Swords, what, two weeks ago? Yes. Two rounds. My, yeah, we played two rounds mm-hmm. at Swords two weeks songs. ago. Yes. My right thigh mm-hmm. still does not feel right from those two rounds. <laughs> oh, I Like, mm-hmm. I was limping for two days, and still, like, if I give my, like, if I actually flex my thigh uh-huh. too much, it will once again feel like somebody just punched me in. Sweet. That's great. How's it gonna feel when I punch you there? I'd rather you not. Huh. But point uh, being, two rounds of Schwartz, Schwartz, Schwartz. May the Schwartz be with you. That's where my joke was going <laughs> about getting Schwartz. <laughs> and then I actually. Oh, uh, I wonder it. how many people will get that reference. I don't mm-hmm. know, but mm-hmm. it depends on how old our audience is, I guess. I know. I mean, a little it's not curious like about that. Old, if you get that reference, let yes. us know. Give us a little thumbs up, or well, no, yeah. just do that anyways. Yeah. But, um, yep, that was the joke I bypassed was making a reference <laughs> to that movie. Um, well, I did it for you. Well, I accidentally you really said it. Away I, yeah. I called it Schwartz, and you realized when I mispronounced <laughs> the Schwartz <laughs> that you knew where I was going with that. Uh, it's not like I've never said it before in my entire life. Yep, getting Schwartz. <laughs> Getting Schwartzed for sure. It <laughs> definitely has to be Schwartzed instead yeah. of Schwartzed. Yeah. So, so I like it. Epic place to play disc golf. Great. Got some beautiful pictures. Definitely not promising that I'll put them into the podcast, but who knows? Maybe I'll put them as a backdrop. Um, possible. Possible, but no promises. <laughs> yep. Um, we just promised no video, so. So, but yeah, so definitely some good disc golf this week. Yeah. Not tons of disc golf this week. Nope. Except for on Sunday for you. Yep. Um, and on Which Friday was too for much. me. Um, mm-hmm. I played two rounds at Big Sky, Big Horn on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely some you know fun YouTube stuff coming out. Yep. 
definitely get on watching the CCDG Starter Pack Challenge. That was a lot of fun. Tons of fun. It's kind of hard to describe. The, One thing... Oh, yeah. Oh. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I was going to say, if when we talk about commentary on it with Jeremy Colling, if you're expecting traditional commentary or the style of commentary you would get on Champs versus Chumps, that's not necessarily what you're going to get. It's going to be the in-round commentary. It's in-round, and it's just kind of a cool vibe because yeah. you've got five pros. They're just walking around together. Yeah, from different companies, and they're just kind of bullshitting yeah. and messing with each other. Yeah. And so you get Bain a really just real look at the round mm-hmm. with some goofy commentary casual. from Jeremy Colling on the side. But he's also like... Kind Instead of, of just stuff. he throws a couple chicken wing throws, he does, which is fun. So entertaining. Uh-huh. But he's he's in between commentating and yeah. just hanging out yeah. with them. So it's a cool round, but it's a slightly different vibe than you might be used to on your uh, disc mm-hmm. golf videos. But but if you've watched any of the champ versus champs or like the um, skins match or the Raz rounds that he kind of hosts. Um, it's a lot like that. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. If and you're I, into the regular commentary, though, the Avocado Bowl. I'm, I've not watched it yet. It's I fun. Need to. It's kind of good. I like it. It's a different course, and the um, baskets are all different, kind of. Some yeah. of them are homemade with, like, yeah. barrel bins with chains. And, yeah. yeah well, you know the backstory, really cool. nice. right? Mm, no, I don't. Okay. So, Nate Perkins... Mm-hmm. Paige Pierce and um, Alyssa Van Allen, or yeah. I feel like I said that wrong. Yeah, because Perkins and uh, yeah. Alyssa Van Allen are, uh, they travel together. They yeah. have a van together. And then Paige is a yeah. friend. I don't know what's going on there. but yeah. We'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, they went out to an avocado farm. Yeah. Apparently, the farmer just was like, yeah, you guys can just like stay here. Mm-hmm. And a, I guess and so he has a disc golf course out there. He has a. I don't. I wasn't he, sure if he, he had a built. Oh, he did. That. Yeah, this was okay. all built out because some of these baskets are like old Costco baskets that you could get from Costco. Okay, I was in. thinking that they like, actually like set up the course has, out there no, and everything. No, they put out okay. uh, boundaries and stuff like that, out of bounds and stuff okay. like that. So maybe I'm just yeah. adding information that doesn't you exist. It, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> but that's what they've been doing for the COVID. Yeah, which is, is pretty sweet. Quarantining. So and they got home. yeah they got enough sponsorships to bring a couple of people out. Philo, Steve Rico, um, Perkins, and Paige are all I doing this. I was curious how the PDGA felt about this. I don't know, considering that they did bring more people out. I know that was the only thing I was, I was thinking about because there's I mean, been a mixture. Some players are like on it and trying to be like yeah, social super. distancing mm-hmm. and some players are like let's get 10 people together hop in golf carts and mm-hmm. fucking race them around and yep. shit <laughs> Garrett Gerthy yeah I know it's a fun video I'm it not was. complaining but it was, it was kind of funny so many people in that video. it was like uh-huh. how many people need to shoot this one how many people can we get to shoot this? <laughs> We're trying to social distance right now. Da, 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 da. This is a big production. Yeah. Let's get as many people as we can. Pretty much. Golf carts? Yes. yes. High speed all chases? The all the way. You say that makes things worse? Fuck it. I don't care. <laughs> Do it. Uh, anyways, it was Garrett Gersey, we love it. Great you. video. I yeah. liked it. Mm-hmm. I it subscribed. Beats Drew Gibson when he's like, yeah. there's a wall at 600 feet. Mm-hmm. I threw over the wall. 
We'll just approximate that. Yeah, it's like 6.30. What? what okay. kind of a video? I'm sorry, that was ridiculous. We're going back in time now. Mm-hmm. But that was a ridiculous video. Um, it was. Anyways, Avocado Bowl. Really interesting, fun, uh, different course, a lot of elevation. Well, not a lot of elevation. There is elevation. Uh, just different holes, though. It's yeah. really pretty. They're I on a avocado. They're on a fruit farm, basically. So there's yeah. oranges and citrus nice. and avocados and um, all the things grown out in California. So Philo Dope. Brathwaite and Steve Rico and Nate Perkins and Paige Pierce. Played in it. Paige Pierce did the A cam, and somebody else was doing B cam. Um, so it wasn't absolutely. Yeah, that's it. That one. Yeah, I hope I'm saying mm-hmm. her name right because now I've said it the same way multiple times. It's it now. Yeah. Uh huh. It's in stone. We said it, so she's gonna have to change her name legally. If I that's know it's at least it close, but it's just a. Lo- I'm used to seeing um, her photography page, which has her full name, so I can't just say her first name. No. But I mean, who? Who knows, Alyssa? Yeah, Paige Pierce. Well, mm-hmm. we have to say Paige Pierce because there's yeah. also Paige, Paige Shue. Yep, formerly Bjorkus. <sighs> okay, you know, I'm name changing for the mm-hmm. ladies. Mm-hmm. Do what you want. Yeah. But as a pro, I kind of feel like you should keep your last name. Yeah. Like. As. That's just me. I don't know. I would never want a. Like, I don't want anybody to take my name at this point. Yeah. Like I'm, not, I'm not getting married again ever yeah. so there's that but yeah. if ever we came to that like I'd be like no you yeah. can't take my name Like, just keep yours you're you I don't care <laughs> I was definitely like I mean, let, let's get super deep here so I was definitely raised more so in a way that would be like you, somebody takes your name I, just, I don't yeah. care oh whatever. me too yeah as a pro when you're when you've built a reputation mm-hmm. when you've built a name yeah and you probably have signature discs with such name and you have a judge that's a Starts with a B because your name has a BJ. Wait. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I didn't see that one coming until it came out of my mouth. Um, <laughs> it's not getting better. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so her judge. name starts with judge a now? silent J. Yes. And there was a special judge that was spelled with a B on the beginning mm-hmm. that was silent for her. <laughs> the DJ <judge>. So <laughs> basically is what you're getting. You have to say it. I'm trying to not crack up. Okay, I'm trying to not go back there. I'm trying to be respectful uh, to a world champion disc golfer. Amazing disc golfer too. Yes. No no disrespect to No, to obviously miss, not. Miss but I just said that wrong and how can you not laugh when you say that that way, the way I chose to say it for some reason. And Anyways, all that to say, I was just a little bummed that it's now Paige Shoe. Yeah, it's it'll take some adjusting. Also, Bjorkus is just a fucking rad name. It is. It's sweet. Come on. It's a really Bjerkes. cool name. I have um, a world championship uh, getaway of Bjorkus. Nice. Mm-hmm. I feel like I might... From the VIP club. I might have a Paige convict, mm. but I might have a pre-Page convict. Mm. I don't know. I've thrown it once. Mm. I bought it because it was beautiful. Yeah. Either way, we like you. Sh- we like you, Paige. Yes. Both pages. Your rad page. Uh-huh. And Avocado obviously, Bowl page and your name Bjerkes is your shit. choice. I'm just mm-hmm. giving you shit because we like you. Just Bjerkes. had a rad name. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but you do your thing. You know. Um. So yeah, 
As if she's Anyways. listening to this. Right, yeah. <laughs> Obviously. We're talking to her as if she's listening to this intently. I mean, I hope you like, realize that uh, every top pro is listening to this. They are, obviously. <laughs> oh, you guys will gosh. see once we get Simon on here. <laughs> yep, that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, I'm running dry on everything except for ridiculous things to say. Yeah. So I'm, I'm hitting the point of... Probably means we should wrap, wrap it up. up. Yeah, wrap it if up. If there's even anybody listening at this point, so. Oh, come on. You know, <laughs> I feel like this is the type of episode that's either going to be a big Reset WTF, uh-huh. or people are going to be like, oh, this is great. Uh-huh. <laughs> they are And if you ridiculous. hear this, you're one of those people. <laughs> I, I think it's great. I think. Mm-hmm. I had I'm fun sure making everybody it. Everybody that listened had fun. Uh-huh. And the, the the previous podcast that you hasn't come out yet, mm-hmm. <laughs> also pretty ridiculous. It is. So maybe this is just our brand now. Um, uh, probably. Crap. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good I like how I'm just suddenly like I'm gonna keep it clean and say crap. <laughs> I'm gonna have to switch to iTunes. You're so PC, Tyler. You know, iTunes right now says clean lyrics. I'm gonna have to change that. Oh, yeah. Oh, dang. <laughs> dang it, you said crap. I mean, I didn't say fuck or anything, so. I'm gonna start okay. using. <laughs> Me neither. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start introducing the, uh, the Utah cuss word, which is, uh, oh my heck. Oh my heck. Which actually, I hear that here, too. Mm. My boss says, oh my heck. He's so cute when he says, oh my heck. Mm-hmm. Oh my heck. Totally There's something I'm like, you're adorable. You realize you say shit? Yeah. Like, <laughs> what? Uh, I don't, anyways. Yeah. As I'm saying crap and dang it. Dang it. Dar- gosh darn it. All right. Anyways, <laughs> get out there, play some disc golf, have a great time, Be buy safe. some plastic. Watch mm-hmm. some YouTube videos. Subscribe to our stuff because we love you. Do a we Patreon want you to. or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, our, our Patreon? Not ours. Oh. When we have Just one, do a it. Patreon. Yeah. Of one of your, your top pro, whatever. And um, mm-hmm. we hope that you have enjoyed this very discombobulated, off the rails episode. Good night. I'd probably get Goodbye. And. I wanted to build up to something really profound to throw in there, and it just didn't happen. So peace out, yo. Pie waka waka. <laughs>